I was just thinking how this, this is a very powerful gospel account of Jesus raising Lazarus from the dead. And there's different perspectives we can take with this story. I, one of the ones that comes to mind is, is to see it with a sense of Jesus' compassion. That here he has uh, these friends of his, Martha and Mary and their brother Lazarus, and Lazarus has died. And as he sees Mary and Martha, and then it's after he sees Mary, and he sees how she's grieving. Uh, She's mourning the death of her brother, and the others around her are grieving. And then we have the shortest sentence in Scripture, Jesus wept. And that shows Jesus' humanity. Jesus became one of us. He has all our human emotions. And Jesus feels compassion and empathy for Mary and Mother and Martha at the death of their brother. And then in Jesus' compassion, he does. He raises Lazarus from the dead. He restores him to life. And so I I think on on the one level, it's this sign to us of Jesus' compassion and love for all who are grieving, for all who miss a loved one. Now the second part of that is what he does for Lazarus. That's uh, restoring Lazarus to life. But I remember when I was in the Holy Land and I, I visited the tomb of Lazarus. And it's kind of cool. You go down into it. And, and then I said, well, what, what happened to Lazarus after he was restored to the to life. And they said, well, he lived another 30 years and then they died and they buried him again in the same tomb until some pilgrims from France came and they took his body and now it's in France. I thought, oh, okay. (laughs) But the point would be that Lazarus raising from the dead, it's meant just as something preliminary, uh, just a, a glimpse of what awaits us through Jesus' death and resurrection. And that's the hope we have for eternal life. And that's that sense of what Martha says, um, you know, how she's come to believe, and Jesus says, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if they die, will live. And that's the true hope that we have as Christians, that for us, Life is changed, not ended, when we die. Uh, The hope of eternal life for our loved ones and for ourselves. And so that's that powerful affirmation of that in this gospel account for Lazarus. But the third and final dimension I want to comment on is this raising of Lazarus from the dead. I believe that Jesus is telling us of how we can embrace the, live, the, the resurrected life right now, the, the sense of sharing in Jesus' resurrection right now. And the sense I have of that is as Jesus approaches the tomb of Lazarus, he says, take away the stone, right? And I think of that, think about what that stone represents. It represents the separation, the boundary between what's dead and what's alive. And Jesus is saying, take away that stone, that that sense of, you know, the ways in which we are dead, the ways that we have have, things that have just, um, we've lost what we've had, that we've 
uh, we, we're deadened, whether in our emotions or just in our reactions or whatever. It's the sense of Jesus is the one who restores us to life now. And then when he says, Lazarus, come out, uh, and, and the dead man rises and, and comes out of the grave, it's that sense of Jesus calling us to life. St. Irenaeus says the glory of God is a human being fully alive. And that's what we really celebrate in this life right now. We don't have to wait till we die and enter into eternal life, but it's this way that Jesus wants us to be alive right now. That's really the purpose of these scrutinies that our catechumens, this is your third and final scrutiny that we'll be doing and in a few minutes. And it's this, this sense of, of any ways that sin has deadened you, that that you're, you're kind of that we're caught by um, by sin, uh, by all that holds us back from loving God and loving others. That we pray that you will be freed from that by the by the grace of God, and you will be up here kneeling. But it's really something. It's a prayer for all of us. It's a prayer for we were praying for you, but it's also a prayer for all of us. That, that Jesus says to us, too, take away the stone. You know, Lazarus, come out. And imagine you're Jesus calling your own name, calling you out of any places that you've, you've been deadened by sin, by, by whatever holds you back from fully loving God, others, and yourself. That's the life that Jesus calls us to even now. Now, the, one, the final thing I want to comment on we are called as individuals to a new life. We are called as a faith community to new life. And uh, for to live the life of the risen Christ as a faith community, and then to offer that life of the risen Christ with others by sharing the good news of Jesus with others, by raising, uh, helping families to raise their children in the faith, uh, by doing the works of Jesus, Jesus' acts of compassion, to Mary and Martha, uh, our call to be about caring for others. Uh, the parish can't do it in name only. It can only do it through its members. And so every year we do the stewardship of talent. We ask you to consider to, to sign up again for ways that you're already involved in the parish if you'd like to continue for another year or to take on a new uh, mission or ministry, to consider serving on a council or commission or any no, one of a number of different ways. Yeah, I hope that you... All right. I know I had one somewhere. You've got the stewardship of talent forms, right? They're at the end of your pews. I don't need one. That's okay. You can just... Uh, but I, I, I asked you to take them home with you last week to prayerfully look at them Think about what you'd like to continue in your ministries or, or groups or things here at St. Michael. And then maybe if you'd like to take on something new. And then to bring them back with you to church this weekend. Usually at this point, I'd invite you forward and we'd put them in a basket. Um, we won't do that this year, but instead there's a basket in the back that I invite you to put them in on your way out to church. If you're not yet ready to turn it in, by all means, take another week and just Fill them out, and then you can mail them back or put them, bring them in church next Sunday. You can also do this all online. And online, too, is we've got a stewardship directory that describes each uh, 
piece of this. Although I noticed when I went online, it, it's not a stewardship directory as such, but you just click on the area of interest and then it will show you uh, a description and a commitment and uh, so that kind of thing. So I, I, you know, I certainly encourage just use your gifts whatever way you feel called to use them. Uh, some of them are, are already, even we can put them to use right away. Some of them, because of the pandemic, it may take a while to put them into use. I'm thinking things like, usually there's a bit of a choir over here, isn't there? So choir's not active right now, but hey, if you feel like singing in church, Trevor, you'd be grateful to have some names written down. So as soon as we can call them back, you can immediately make a phone call, right? Okay, good, good. Um, or I think of like our funeral luncheons. We're not yet offering those, but I hope we can soon. Uh, so those are just a couple things. So again, I hope you thank you for all who have already filled it out. And uh, please, let's pray together now the stewardship prayer uh, that we can, as a faith community, carry on the life of the risen Christ in our midst. <clears throat> 